Welcome to Subjectively Correct Sports with David Henderson and Anthony Montague. Hey, David. Hey, Anthony. Um, so I know typically we start off with like a funny or weird story yep. that generally doesn't have much, if anything, to do with sports. Yeah. I think a few times we've had like sports ties, like the one Cleveland Browns uh, fan who's going to be on a roof until they win. Not Browns, uh, Cincinnati a, Bengals. That was a Bengals fan that was and Bengals. he was able to come down. <laughs> Good for him. If he's still alive, we should check. Because it's probably pretty cold in Cincinnati. Pretty sure he is. Um, but so this week though, there's a story that's kind of funny, definitely weird, but it's very much related to sports. I'm sure you're super familiar with uh, stellar backup quarterback Chad Kelly. I'm yeah, whatever. His greatest football accomplishment is being the nephew of Jim Kelly. <laughs> Oh, that'll get you some pull, right? And that may actually explain why he's a backup quarterback today. Because, well, let's just run through some some recent activity that's happened in the life of Chad Kelly. Okay. So today, uh, he was uh, served with a lawsuit um, by Von Miller's personal videographer. First of all, Von Von Miller has a personal videographer. Someone who, like, follows him around and just records his life. Well, yeah, you don't have one of those? <laughs> Working on it. Yeah. Christmas is coming soon. Uh, I got you a videographer. <laughs> That's a weird thing to rap. So the video... And this is a weird word to say. Videographer or videographer? Video, video, videographer. I think it's like biology. It's not biology. So it's videographer, not videograph. But it's video. Well, yeah, like bio... Chemistry, no, it's biology, right? Same thing. Bleology. Uh, huh? So, <laughs> all right, so his personal videographer uh, <laughs> sued him and accuses him of assaulting him and breaking his nose at a Halloween party in 2018. Who among us has never broken a nose at a 2018 Halloween party, David? I would raise my hand, but this is a, uh, it's an audio medium. Um. <laughs> uh, all right, so Kelly, who uh, who was in his second season with the Broncos at the time, uh, he was actually Mr. Irrelevant, drafted by the Broncos in the 2017 draft, the very last pick of the draft. And that's the that's so, the pity pick. That's like John yeah. Elway knows Jim Kelly, right? Exactly right. That's, what, that's, that's what exactly that what happened. Uh, I mean, he had an okay college career, kind of. but um, Didn't he get kicked off a team? Well, yeah, we'll get to that. All right. <laughs> um, so... He allegedly socked the videographer in the face while drunk, ch- while Chad Kelly was drunk and high. Oh, uh, and he was, he was quote boozing and using recreational drugs. Okay, hey, I, he's I, in Colorado. Do I get it? When you say he's high and drunk, I understand what he's doing. Well, I, but, but then co- I said quote, like just quoting from oh, me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, the the videographer Jackson Belcher. Huh. He says, um, Belcher. he says, Kelly was obviously intoxicated, enraged, and highly aggressive, and that he inexplicably grabbed him, punched him in the nose, causing him to fall into other people, and then onto a railing. Gladly not over a railing, or this may be a different type of legal proceeding. Um, and then he was, uh, Kelly had to be restrained by multiple security guards. Uh, first of all, personal videographer and multiple security guards at your Halloween party. Oh, yeah. Von Miller is living it up. Yeah. Once you're on the Madden cover, you'll never win a game again, <laughs> but you will 
Have fun parties. So apparently the punch caused the videographer to undergo four surgeries to fix his broken nose. Um, and he also suffered a head injury, a concussion, which I thought was a head injury. Is it head and, injury and concussion? Yes. I imagine there's a gash involved. There's yeah, probably a maybe laceration. a fractured thing. skull or something. Oh, one of those? I, fr- I uh, fractured my skull. I believe once it. Once upon a time. Were you, were uh, you like two months old? Uh, no, I was uh, 16. Dang. Yeah. And, uh, Should I blow past that? Okay, yeah. I will have follow-ups later. Go ahead. Uh, and also suffered physical and emotional trauma. So you gotta get, you gotta get that emo- you gotta get that trauma in there, especially that emotional trauma, because that's when you're gonna get into those punitive damages, right? Because like his medical bills, right? There's, there's not gonna be that. that much money. Right. I mean, I mean, relatively speaking, and right? there's receipts for that. But my emotional state mm-hmm. is worth so much more than my every, physical. Every time state. I pick up a camera to video someone personally. Uh, I get flashbacks to that incident and I can't do my job. Right. So I need $8 million. That's right. To cover you for the losses that you, you incurred from not being able to do your job for the next 20 years. I get that. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense to me. The cost of the camera was fourteen grand, which also broke in the incident. Well, I guess if Von Miller is going to hire a personal videographer, but, it's going to be someone who has a $14,000 camera. It makes sense to me. But that was just the start of the night for what? Chad Kelly. Okay. So the security guards, I imagine he got tossed out like uh, like DJ Jazzy Jeff <laughs> in the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, um, no doubt. Uh, so he leaves this party or is ejected from the party. Great use of the word ejected. <laughs> and um, he was arrested the next morning oh, on a separate incident. What? So he apparently um, he entered a random residence nearby the party. As we do, as one does, you know, when you're boozing and using recreational drugs, you may not know where you live or which residence you should enter. Yeah, that makes sense. So he he goes into this other house and he sits down on a couch uh, next to a woman who was holding her baby. (gasps) Okay. Who obviously was startled. Chad Kelly started mumbling incoherently. I I hope he was like... Calling out plays. I was thinking, I was hoping he said that going, ZY banana. banana, Bubble screen. Who's he playing for at the time? Denver? Denver. So it's probably something like, Omaha! Two yards slant, two yards slant, Omaha, two yards slant. Um, So the the homeowner, not, it doesn't say if it was the, 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 the woman, or if it's uh, maybe another person who lives in the house, but one of the homeowners uh, reportedly hit Kelly with a vacuum tube yeah. and kicked him out. Okay, so another point of follow-up here. Vacuum tube, right? One might think baseball bat or hammer or mm, chair. I, so, something solid, like more solid than a vacuum tube or the vacuum itself. Um, but I've never been in this type of situation where a uh, backup quarterback enters my home at, you know, three in the morning and starts rambling nonsense to me. So maybe a vacuum. That's never happened to you? I mean, it's happened a couple times, but uh, it it all ended amicably in the past. But but a vacuum. Just throw throw a funion out the window. (laughs) Or like, what about the attachment to the vacuum? I think that would be, you know, a better option. So when, when you said vacuum tube, I didn't think about the soft tube that connects the one part to the other part. Yeah. I thought of like one of those extension things that has some... Some okay. earth to it. It's made like of a durable plastic. Yeah. That could give someone the bidness. I'd give someone the bidness with that. If it was that, I think that's um, that's a much better option. Right. Either way, it worked. He 
was kicked out of the house. I guess he left. So he'll fight a random cameraman, but he'll just take getting hit by a vacuum tube, like laying down. Like well, he was coming. He was coming down. Oh, I'm clearly. sure at that point. Yeah. Um, so he was charged with uh, first degree uh, criminal trespassing. I think he later uh, pled guilty to um, like misdemeanor trespass or something like that. Um, but so you would think like, okay, this guy, you know. What a what a what a horrible incident! Like the team obviously has to let him go because you can't have your players like beating up people and wandering into random homes, right? Um, he eventually was uh, traded from the Broncos. Not to the cut. Col- not no, not cut. Um, traded from the Broncos to the Colts, um, where he's you know where he currently is a backup quarterback after being waived and then brought back onto the practice practice squad and now elevated to the team because the Colts, you know, obviously lost their starting quarterback at the beginning of the season. Hello. Unforeseeable. Um, I but, miss Andrew Luck. But you, so you would think, well, he's just had one bad incident. Like we can, we can, we know he's got a good character. He's got a great family connection. I, I can see if it was a first time offense. Right. May, yeah. Maybe keep him around. Cause everyone makes mistakes, right? I believe in second chances. Everyone makes mistakes. Yeah, unfortunately, this is not the uh, the first instance uh, Chad Kelly has had him uh, run-ins with the law or um, <laughs> or or mishaps with his team. So, um, in uh, what was it in December of uh, well, it wasn't. It doesn't matter. It was in early 2014 um, that, uh, or maybe it was December. Let me let me let me get the let me let me get the right. I don't want to lie to you guys. So let me get the right date. Sorry for the clicking. Should I uh, fill with some really interesting information? Nah, I mean you can if you want. Okay, let me just think of some interesting information. Um, I got nothing. Okay. Um, Did it work? Right, so it was. Dece- it was. Yes. Okay. Good job, Dave. <laughs> so it was in April. So in April 2014, he's on the Clemson Tigers uh, football team. Good football team. Playing under the, you know. Very even killed Dabo Sweeney. That guy. And uh, he was like too much for Dabo to handle because what? he argued with the coaches, um, I guess, repeatedly. And he had he was let go from the team for uh, behavior detrimental to the team. And if you follow college sports, especially these big time programs, you don't just let a guy go. No. That is like one of the top dual threats coming out of high school from what Wikipedia tells me. Uh, for allegedly arguing with the coaches at halftime over not going for a play on fourth and short. Like, that that does not seem like a credible reason for letting someone go no, from I, your college football team. And that happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, so there has to be more there. So he did something to, uh, to get on the bad side of Dabo Sweeney. Uh, who knows what he was doing at Clemson? I imagine a lot of the arguments that Chad Kelly throws around are: Do you know who my uncle is? Do you know he has cancer again? How dare you so, do this to me? My uncle has cancer again. He was on the Wheaties box so, twice. So 2014, once as a player and once as a cancer patient. 2014. Did I mention he has cancer again? How dare you? Go for it, sir. Okay, sir. <laughs> So 2014 was an eventful year. Not only was he released from Clemson, he was then arrested in uh, in December of that year following an altercation outside a Buffalo, New York nightclub. Again, 
who among us has not been cut from our college football team only to then be arrested outside a nightclub? Was he boozing and using content? recreational drugs? Well, he fought with bouncers. Well, okay. Which seems like the, the appropriate people to pick a fight with. Yeah. Um, and then resisted arrest. So, of course. So you fight with the cops oh as well. Oh, my gosh. Did he get shot at for that? <laughs> yeah, you know, no report of any discharge. Oh, interesting. Uh, so criminal charges were dropped. Of course. In exchange for a plea of guilty to disorderly conduct. So uh, if you're keeping track, uh, we've got... Uh, three allegedly criminal actions, two guilty pleas, and a civil lawsuit. Uh, he was ordered to complete 50 hours of community service. Oh, wow. I wonder if that was done. Um, all right, David. This guy's in the league. <laughs> He's a backup quarterback for a professional football team. Uh, could you guess his career stats? What do you oh, think his man. career? How many career passing yards does he have? He's play, how many years has he been in the league? He's been in, this is his uh, four, third year in the league. And we're not counting preseason. Twenty seventeen. No, we're not counting. No, no, official regular season games. Okay, I will okay, say. Okay, so two seasons with the Broncos, one season currently with the Colts. I will say he has thrown for fifteen yards and has run for negative four yards. That's very close. Really? That's if you if you had twenty points to work with. Or twenty yards to work with, uh, you'd be you'd be safely within the uh, within the margin. Nice. Well, sad for him, but nice for me. What does he? He got? has zero career passing attempts or yards. He play. He has played one play in three years. Mind you, he makes five hundred seventy thousand dollars oh, this year. Man. He's played one snap, and in that one snap, he ran the ball for negative one yard. Did he kneel? Was it a kneel? Did he kneel? Good question. I bet he knelt. Either way, his total career yards as a professional quarterback in the NFL is negative one. I would take half of his salary to average negative one yards every three years. I'd do it, and I would never get arrested. I would not get arrested I would once. not be a distraction. Right? Well, obviously, he's not a distraction because he's on an NFL football oh, team. Oh, of course. Right? So his... Because we know that distractions don't get hired. Exactly. If you're a distraction... If you, you know, win awards given to you by your teammates for being the best teammate on the team, and if you're a high-quality player, if you don't make fuss at all when you get benched for another player and just work your way back to a starting job through your hard work and dedication and film study and being a good teammate, like I said before, if you do stuff like that and, you know, you believe in something and mm-hmm. stand up and speak for it, then you're a distraction, and then you should never play in the NFL ever again. See, that makes sense to me. Right. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know who you're talking about. A, a kid was wearing his jersey at school today. Kaepernick? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I thought we weren't saying his oh, name. Oh, okay. You just said anyway. So yeah, a kid 49ers. Was, he's only played for the 49ers, right? Yeah. Okay. So he came in in the 49ers Cause he, jersey. Because he's not good enough to get a job anywhere else. Apparently. But Chad Kelly's good enough to be on a team, apparently. Him and his negative hey, one yard. Hey, 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 criminal hey, hey, record. hey, 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 hey. His uncle has cancer. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but the student came in wearing a Colin Kaepernick jersey, and I was like, cool, nice. And uh, we said the Pledge of Allegiance, and I look over at him afterwards, and I said, I'm surprised you didn't kneel. Wow. Yeah, that's the reaction I got. I said, wow. No, a couple of guys laughed. A couple of guys laughed. It was funny. But, uh, man, Colin Kaepernick is so much better than, like, 75% of the quarterbacks in the league right now. Easily. Yeah. Especially if the Chad Kelly's of the world. Get out of here with that. The NFL is such a group of lying, 
wealthy, spoiled men who were offended by something Colin Kaepernick did and then took a stand, quote-unquote, against him. And now they're playing it off as no one wants him, no one can use him. See, we gave him a chance. Mm. Get out of here with that crap. You don't want the guy to play in your league? Just come out and say that like a big group of men. You have all this money and all this power? Act like it. Get out of here with that. Okay, that's our required Colin Kaepernick talk for today. And we can move on to bigger and better things. Like, I don't know, what do you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about now? Yeah, what do you want to talk about? Well, so I was just thinking the, the life of Chad Kelly yeah. is something that you would probably see, like, on a Lifetime movie of the week. Like, like so much, like, cause, cause inevitably this career is going to end badly. Like I wish, I wish the best for him. Like I wish the best for anyone. Right. But there's a certain pattern of behavior and history yeah. repeats itself. Generally. Yeah. And so it would be surprising to me if this were the last, um, Chad Kelly incident, the last Chad Kelly incident we hear about, or probably don't hear about because because it's Chad How Kelly. How often do we hear about? Yeah, Chad who cares Kelly? about the third string quarterback on the Colts? Yeah, so, but but this is the type that the you could see like the downfall, you know, of Chad Kelly. Right. But that, go ahead. There, I think that's where the issue is. If Chad Kelly were a starting quarterback and this stuff came out, it's all over the news. Okay, yeah. if Colin Kaepernick, if the third string quarterback for the 49ers was kneeling during the pledge, no one cares. Yeah. But because it was a star player on a on a good team, then it becomes an issue. Anyway, Chad Kelly. Go off into the sunset, whatever. It just proves yet again the case against the NFL for blackballing Cap- Colin Kaepernick keeps getting stronger with stories like Chad Kelly yeah. being in the league with right. negative one yards. and He has more criminal offenses on record than he does yards in the NFL. By four. <laughs> by four. <laughs> That's good. I did some math uh, there. Three criminal, three criminal, uh, three things on his criminal record and negative one yards. That's like a difference of four. If this were a Lifetime movie, David... You wouldn't be able to watch it right now. Why not? Because all you get on Lifetime and Hallmark at this time of year... Christmas movies. Christ- it's Christmas movie season. Yeah. And it has... Some of these channels have been doing it since like October. Um, it's just like Christmas music. Like once the station switches over to Christmas music, you, you, you listen to that station. Sure. Um, Preset? So my wife uh, forwarded this uh, Hallmark Christmas movie plot generator to me. And... Uh, I think it's pretty on the money. All right. I'm going to go through. This is, you can create your own Hallmark Christmas movie by doing a, it's like a, a, an ad lib? Yeah, kind of like that, right? Where you've got like five options in like location, occupation, plot, and like how it ends, right? Okay. And you can mix and match these and you have a coherent, well, I don't know if it's coherent, but you have a legitimate, uh, Hallmark Christmas movie plot. Okay. okay. So possible, um, uh, these are these are uh, descriptors of, of the person, right? They live in a big city. They're career-oriented. Recently single. World-weary. With a with the wrong guy. Every, every Christmas movie starts out that way, right? On Hallmark. They're in the big city and they need to, they need to decompress, right? Or they're obviously with the wrong guy and, and they need... They, they don't realize it yet, or uh, or they just broke up with someone and they're so depressed, right? So generally, you would see this person as like a lawyer. These are the other options: writer, a baker, interior designer, uh, and if all else fails, they're going to be an early two thousands actor you forgot about. Oh <laughs> so, yeah, and that's the reaction you get. Yeah. 
So like last night we were watching one or one was on and it was a uh, mm, good save. You weren't watching, <laughs> but it happened to be on. In the house. I forget her name, but it was Stephanie from Full House. Ju- oh, Sweeten, yeah. Sweeten, Judy, Jody, Sweeten, something like Jay that. Jay Sweeten. Whatever, yes. Jay Sweeten. Miss Sweeten or Mrs. I don't know. Nailed it. Um, all right. And then the, ne- the next one isn't an option because this is almost always the case. Returns to her small town at Christmas time. Now, sometimes it's not returning to her small town, but sometimes it's like going to a mountain resort to get away from it all, right? But it's almost always going to the mountains or somewhere in the country, right? You're definitely getting away from the big city. Right. Can't have this plot in the big city. Mm-hmm. And then the reasons why she might be going over there, it's to inherit something. Sure. It's to enter a folksy contest. Yep. Baking contest. Uh, to stop some corporate closure. Got, right? got, got to stop that closure. Got to keep, got to keep that historic cabin That's right. afloat. That, that novelty bookstore has got to stay open. Uh, Who's got mail? To save the family business. Oh, got to save that family business. Uh, to appease their sassy friend or widowed parent. Oh. Not sure I've seen that one as much, but I could totally see it. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And then this is a, a given. The next one is, and magically falls in love. It's got to be magical. It's okay. got to be a meat cute. And then here are your options. With a sensitive guy in plaid. Uh-huh. Yep. 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 Chopping some lumber, yep. most Chopping likely. some lumber with a tear in his eye. Mm-hmm. With an old flame. Ooh, he's The here? one that got away. Oh. With some guy and his dog. <laughs> I like that it's and his dog. You fall in love with the guy and his dog. It's probably you fall in love with the dog first. And the guy is like a package deal. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's how I did it you with start my to wife. See this, you think he's rough at first, and then you see the sweet side. You see how he handles his dog. Did right? you see it rough on purpose? well done so i kind of did that with my with my wife uh-huh. but not with her dog but with her mom so, so you started dating her mom no, before you started no. dating her so her mom loved me before she did yeah. so once you get in good with the mother-in-law you're good so you you wore her down through her mother no 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 uh my wife was always really taken by me like she even told me that she was scared after the first time we kissed because she, after our conversation and her kiss, she legitimately saw herself being with me forever. And that scared her. Her emotions for me were so strong, Anthony, were, that it frightened her. Were the exact words were, you ruined kissing for me, I guess we should just get married? No, in fact, I went in for just a little kiss, and it was my first kiss, right? Uh-huh. And I pulled away after that. She she didn't really kiss back very much, and I didn't know if I was doing something wrong. I said something to that effect, uh-huh. and then she came at me hard. And we made out for a second. Okay, come on, David. That was my first kiss. Oh, and it was awesome. So Children listen to this clear- podcast, David. <laughs> I clearly didn't ruin kissing for my wife. She loved it. And she wanted more. So her emotions and feelings for me were so strong that she ran away from what do those you feelings. Want, how do you want me to react to this? What are- Nothing. I just kind of want to brag about right. myself a little bit. David had game. Times like these where I feel like we need a very strict uh, like show script. Okay. Why? Uh, other other men she might fall in love with. Samantha? With a single dad and his precocious child. Oh, that precocious child. Are you my daddy's new girlfriend? <laughs> Are you going to be my mommy? <laughs> Are you staying for Christmas? We made you a stocking. We were supposed to enter the baking competition, but dad has to work. <laughs> Can you enter it with me? Um, Dad, Dad's always writing his And then book. the last one, fall magically fall in love with Christmas, the town, and some guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's one of those towns where it's like Christmas year-round, right? It's like Christmas is their thing, right? And, and she falls so in love with Christmas that she can't imagine herself anywhere else. 
And that guy's like available. <laughs> he happens to be there. <laughs> He's there. Yeah, you're still single. And then last but not least, uh, and also the only old man in town might actually be the real Santa Claus. Yes, that's a I, must. You have seen this many times. There's like a slight a twinkle in the eye, a nod or wink to the camera. And he always has he always has something to do with the happenings behind the oh, scenes. Oh yeah, he's 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 pulling the strings. He's the puppet master. Uh, would be creepy in any other context, but we say maybe he's Santa and all is forgiven. Santa's creepy as f, dude. <laughs> Think about Santa. <laughs> like imagine, imagine if I went to the school, the local school, and I said, "Hey, I've been keeping a list of your children, and which ones have been good and which ones have been naughty." <laughs> and I see them when they're sleeping. I know when they're awake. I know if they've been bad or good. So they better be good, for goodness' sake. So I see you when you're sleeping. Yeah, that's, I, Santa's creepy. I think the the creepy, um, creepy. the Hallmark Christmas movie they need to make is the one where the girl wants to be in a Hallmark Christmas movie. So what? she's like super obsessed with Hallmark Christmas movies, right? This is her thing, right? She's like can't wait till end of October, November, and start to start watching these Hallmark Christmas movies. It's like what she lives for, okay? And her idea of love is all based on Hallmark Christmas movies. And so she lives her life in such a way that she tries to make the Hallmark Christmas movie happen. But it never works out? Well, it works out in a way she doesn't expect. This is how I would do it if I were a writer. This is how I would do it. Uh, she would try it for a couple years in a row. It would backfire really, really badly. She would give up on it, and she would give up on love, and she would give up on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then the Hallmark movie starts. Okay, I like it. And... So, so something I was thinking, like, she goes to the small town, right? Uh-huh. And then she sees the guy she thinks she's supposed to fall in love with. Yeah. Okay? And it, like, just doesn't work. Okay. And then like, other guys come in the picture, and she and she ends up, like, falling for that guy. But then something happens where they have to break it off, and, and it turns out the original guy was actually the guy. And so it actually turns into a Hallmark movie. It, like, follows the plan, but there's just, like, little hiccups along the way. Anyways, I think that's the movie they need to make. I think it could be really funny. I'm happy to write it for four million dollars. Um, I wonder if there's just like a slot machine in the corner of like Hallmark's offices. Yeah, where they like to just pull the lever. What? <laughs> they're, using, they're using this, right? The, the chart. That's yeah. Like, how would you do it? Would you throw darts? Would you pull things out of a hat? I'd probably get a spin, a, a wheel that spins, like oh. like uh, <laughs> Price is Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we got a lawyer. Mm-hmm. From the big city, mm-hmm. and this go from Yeah, there. I like it. I like it. You do. Oh. Hmm. Well, it's December, Christmas. Also means the difficult part of the Lakers schedule comes up. R.I.P. Lakers. They got a lot of kinks to figure out. I think December's when they do it. Yeah, you, they'll be fine. They got they LeBron will. AD. I mean, it's not like we're in danger of missing the playoffs. Still, have the best record in the West. I just think it's not as good a team as. They've been hyped up to be the first month of the season. Right. Uh, but that's all the basketball we're going to talk about today. Uh, uh, wait. Wait. What? Carmelo Anthony is back. <laughs> Look, he's the defense. He's the player of the week. What year is it, Anthony? I think that was what like... What year is it? I think that was a backroom deal. A backroom deal? What like, there mean? were players who had better weeks. Okay. Uh, so he was the he most was, surpri- He was well, the Luka. most surprising. Yes. Well, Luca won player of the month, so you give it to someone else, right? So he I was guess, the month. maybe it's fatigue, but but still, I I think, I don't know. It, he had a good week, right? His team won three times, in which he was a significant contributor, scoring lots of points, getting rebounds. Well, it's like the MVP. 
LeBron should have won more MVPs than he did, but we had LeBron fatigue. In the same way, Barry Bonds should have been the MVP of baseball for basically his entire career. But you can't give the MVP to the same guy over and over and over again. I'm worried that that's going to happen with Mike Trout Mm. because he continues to be the best player in the American League, the best team in baseball, and historically one of the best players ever. He's already had a better career than Derek Jeter when it comes to war. Which is a really, really effective way. Yes, he's already passed Derek Jeter. And Derek Jeter is a first ballot Hall of Famer, the captain, all that stuff. Not a first ballot Hall of Famer as an executive. But we don't <laughs> count that for Hall of Fame. But whatever. He's, no, he's uh, he's in like, um, oh, what's the guy? In, in Nolan. Uh, what's the guy who runs the, owns the Knicks? Oh, Josh Dolan? No, isn't it? Is it Dolan? Dolan. Yeah, Dolan. James, John Jim, Dolan? John. Jim, Jim, James Dolan? I think James, James Dolan. Dolan. That sounds right. It's Jay Dolan. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Dolan. I mean, he's only been on the job for, what, like three years, but it's been a bad three Ooh, years. Dolan? No, J- Jeter. Oh, yeah. It's, it feels like lo- short, longer than that, and right? Maybe it's been longer. Maybe it's been two, three. I don't know. Anyway, but, the Marlins when, still when, you're, when your first orders of business are to trade away Christian Yelich, uh-huh. MVP. Giancarlo Stanton, MVP. and... Uh, uh, Real Muto, uh-huh. JT Real Muto. Who all went on to have great, great careers for the other all, teams. All stars and or MVPs. Um, the, in the, an effort to what shed salary and and build for the future. You're forgetting about Lewis Brinson. Okay, all they had to do was sign two good picture pitchers. Yeah. Two good pitchers. Yeah. Oh well. Um, speaking of baseball, so uh, we we have. The stove is mildly warm, David. We got the warm stove going? Yeah. Mike Moustakis was signed to a four-year, $64 million deal. The Greek deal. god of walk. The Reds picked him up. Uh, the big big fish are still out there. Anthony Rendon reportedly going to meet with some West Coast teams. Going to, I think he's going to meet with the Nationals and the Dodgers and uh, someone else. Can't remember the other team. Um, Strasburg has already completed his West Coast tour. Already met with, with the uh, Dodgers, Angels, etc. Maybe Padres. I'm not sure. Um, also going to meet with the Yankees reportedly. Because of course, Garrett meets with the Garrett Yankees. Cole reportedly going to meet with the Yankees as well. Of course, yeah. um, and the Angels. No word on if he's meeting with the Dodgers or not. Uh, but so so the big guys are still out there. Um, the Dodgers have their own decisions to make. You bring back for you like was was 2019 a flash in the pan kind of a one off deal. Can you expect him to keep pitching like that? He's in his like mid thirties, early mid thirties at this point. My thing on that is you stick with him until he shows you something different because the alternative is a toss up anyway, usually, right? Unless you get a sure thing for him. Yes, except he's gonna want like five years, seventy million dollars. Who knows what it is? That's right? great. Take like, a hike. Like if if he play out his contract. Well, his contract's over. Oh, okay, and that if he wants something that's that, outrageous, so, take a hike. I mean, I think you resign him unless you can get a Cole or a Strasburg. Yeah. Right. Dodgers aren't suffering for starting pitching right now. But, but this happened with quarterbacks, too. I think we talked about yeah, this last week, where, where teams latch on to a quarterback like Jared Goff, who's been Goff-awful. <laughs> and, I mean, so many things I could have done there. I could have said Goffle. I went with Goff-awful. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. It sounds like Falafel, but it's Goff-awful. Goff-awful. Mm. Falafel? Kerfuffle? Kerfuffle. Goff-awful. There's it's so many things you can do there. Language is fun. So, have, Goff Have you ever had awful. a Stroop waffle? No, what is it? It's like this... Dutch or Belgium, or I think it's Dutch, uh, treat where it's basically like two super thin waffles yeah. with caramel in between. What? And you eat it kind of like a cookie. Get out of town. It's super good. It sounds, it sounds good. Yeah, a lot of people will put it over their coffee uh-huh. or hot chocolate, so Ooh. it kind of like 
uh, softens. Yeah. And, yeah. So, anyway. When did you have that? Um, well, we had a friend who brought some back from their European vacation, and then I had some uh, when I was in London. That sounds amazing. We need to bring that here. I, th- I feel like as Americans, we're missing out on a lot of stuff just because we're so just like, what do we need from Europe? We have everything we need here. <laughs> I saw a very depressing uh, uh, YouTube video of uh, someone walking around Britland and asking people like what they thought X cost from a healthcare standpoint in the U.S., right? Like, how much does it cost to have a baby? How much is an EpiPen? All this- uh-huh. And they were like, EpiPen, uh, $10? Uh, which is and it's really like three hundred, right? Damn. And it's like baby, um, baby, uh, one hundred, two hundred bucks. And it's like, oh no, average is about ten grand. <laughs> Can be up to you know thirty, fifty thousand if there's complications. And they were like, that's puppycock. Yeah, higgledy piggledy money. So it was us, uh, you know, someone needs ambulatory services. It's like, oh, well, it has to be zero, right? I mean, it's like an emergency, and like they may not be able to pay. They <laughs> just laughed, right? <laughs> So, was it uh, an American reporter, American person? Or? Uh, I was watching with subtitles. I don't know. Ah, that'll get you. you I wish it said in British accent yeah. or in American. He did accent. say "reckon," so my. Oh uh, yeah, that's very British. Yeah, I think I, it's probably British. I I don't think I think if you're gonna say "reckon," you need to either be British or a cowboy. Yeah, that's what I reckon. You're either from the southern United States, uh-huh. or you're. From the island of Britannia. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Britannia. It's like right. Wikipedia Britannica. I think we've... Uh, we've So I've I've hit Lakers and Dodgers very briefly. Uh-huh. I think we're at the portion of the show where we get to talk about the 49ers. Because this has become a three-team uh-huh. podcast. It kind of has. Not on purpose, but the teams, these three teams matter now. So, yeah. they, so the 49ers have lost two games this year, both to... Either the best team in the AFC or the second or first best team in the NFC, right? Yeah. So, and they were both very close games. I mean, they lost in a in a uh, rainstorm in Maryland, right? Like <laughs> that was yeah. That's kind of one of those games where it's you, you kind of toss it out. I mean, you saw that your your team can compete, right? Yep. You can hang with those guys, especially in very adverse conditions. Yeah, and they kept Lamar Jackson in check for the most part. Like he didn't go off on him. He that got, he got his, but he didn't go off. That and they were able to run the ball. I mean, they had their way with a very good uh, Ravens defense, right? For the most part, right? Um, but the Ravens sure do look good, man. And, yeah, and Lamar, Lamar Jackson continues to surprise people. He's a problem, man. He's a real big problem. Um, it's amazing that teams pass on him, like in retrospect, right? Yeah. It's one of those. It's like the uh, the Aaron Rodgers stuff. Yeah, it still makes me sick to my stomach that the that the 49ers could have picked Aaron Rodgers. Oh my gosh, I can't. I I get physically Alex sick to my stomach. Smith was a decent quarterback for oh, them. No, he he was decent once he had a decent coach and good like team around him. They they did some stuff until he got supplanted. Yeah. What what? Okay, in the NFL, Alex Smiths are all over the place. They're the Kirk Cousinses. They're the they're the they're the guys you put in there that don't lose they're, you games, but they don't win they, you any games. They're they're the guys who are good until it matters. Exactly, and because like this happened to Kirk Cousins against against Seattle, it took him until like the third quarter to throw a pass beyond five yards. Mm-hmm. Why are they doing that? It's not because and, he can't do it. It's because the team doesn't trust him to do it. So they design plays to be within that five yard mark, bubble screens and and slants and short hook crowds and and uh, other things like that, so that he is not exposed as a bad downfield passer because he is. And and what really stood out to me, you know, not knowing because I haven't watched a whole lot of Kirk Cousins 
but like not really following him too closely. Watching his throws versus Russell Wilson's. Russell Wilson's are on a rope, man. Yep. I mean, he's he's firing laser beams. Kirk Cousins, he's putting a lot of air under those passes. Yep, a lot of air, and, which means that like he doesn't have the arm strength, yes, right? Exactly. And so if you if you're an NFL defense, you're begging Kirk Cousins to throw it past <laughs> yeah. 15 yards. Why? Because you're gonna have 10 minutes to get underneath it and pick it off, right? Yeah. And so what the Vikings have to do is they put amazing talent on the field. Their receiving core is one of the best in the league. Yeah. But they're so limited in what they can do with their quarterback situation that they can't take advantage of that. So they hide their quarterback. And there are teams all over the league that hide their quarterback. The Jacksonville Jaguars almost won a Super Bowl with one of the best defenses we've seen in the decade because they were able to hide Blake Bortles. Right? Bortles! Bortles! And they hit him, right? And teams are doing that all over the place. Yeah. And good wide receivers can help hide uh, um, quarterbacks. Good offensive coordinators hide bad quarterbacks. And the league is full of Kirk Cousins, Alex Smiths, um, AJ, uh, Andy Daltons. These quarterbacks that really aren't good, that don't make the team better, but just don't make them any worse either. Right. And, and anyway, a good coaching staff can help protect the team from the quarterback. And Kirk Cousins is one of those. Mm-hmm. He couldn't throw the ball five yards downfield when they needed to go 30 yards downfield at a time, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, a defense like the Seattle Seahawks are going to stop that. Alex Smith is one of those quarterbacks, Anthony. The 49ers had success because they had one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah, all, all I'm saying is, you know, they could have done worse. Yeah, that's no, true. But you're, you're right. Like, I, sure, everyone who's a 49ers fan wishes they would have selected Aaron Rodgers. So bad. Uh, but it could have been, it could have been Ryan Leaf, right? Yeah, it could that's have, true. Um, so the, the 49ers are in an enviable position because they control their destiny at this point. They can win out. They have games at Seattle, Oof. at New Orleans, Oof. which will be tough. Yeah. And then they think, also play the what the uh, Rams and who else? Yeah. Cardinals? I don't know. But they're, no, they're, Falcons. Yeah, they're built to, to play well against teams like the Saints, though. Like, look, look what they did to Aaron Rodgers, right? They get pressure with... with Four guys, and then they can drop seven decent uh, coverage people back there, including uh, Fred Warner, who is just an absolute menace. Fred yeah. Warner is the defensive player of the year, in my opinion. Right. Right? So good. And they can drop guys in coverage that get the job done. And then that really stifles what Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees and those types of guys like to do. Play from the pocket and pick you apart. You're not going to pick apart I, this San Francisco defense. I hope the Niners win their next three games. Uh, They'll beat the Falcons and the Rams. At- at Saints versus Falcons versus Rams because then that would set up assuming the Seahawks also don't lose two games um a final se- game of the season versus the Seahawks where the winner will have a bye. Yeah, the the winner will be the one or two seed in the NFC and then the loser will be the fifth or sixth seed getting yeah. the wild card. And uh crazy. I mean huge huge difference. I mean, I think home field does matter especially for younger teams. Yeah. Um so you, if you're a 49ers fan, you're really hoping to pull out the win this week versus or at the Saints, and then uh, yeah, we'll get. That's the biggest test. That's the biggest test because I think I think they handle the Falcons and the Rams. I mean, unless yeah. Goff remembers how to throw a football. Nah, uh, he Ram, forgot. Rams are a huge threat this season. He got fat with that big paycheck. <laughs> He's done now. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily blame him. Yeah, I like mean, a, you, ima- you okay, want imagine. you want to do well, right. but but. Imagine you're an attorney, yeah, right, and someone gives you forty million dollars guaranteed. Yeah, do you go to work with the same zeal every day if you have guaranteed money? It's 
Like I, even if they I think fire it would you. be hard to have the same drive mm-hmm. after you are set up for multiple generations. Yeah. Uh, but there are some people who just have that drive. It yeah. doesn't matter what they're paid. And it takes that drive to become an NFL quarterback, right? Right. Um, but I'm sure it's in the back of the mind a little bit. I said it last week that the Patriots were the worst-looking 10-1 and team I'd ever seen. Yeah. I stick to it. They're the worst-looking 10-2 and team. <laughs> and um, Who'd they lose to? They lost to the Texans. So, you know, right. Texans aren't... Aren't a bad team. I think they're. I think they're leaving their division. Um, so they're like eight and four at this point. Uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, great quarterback, great young quarterback. Uh, but they just they just look off right now. Patriots look off. Usually at this point in the season, they're firing on all cylinders. Right. Um, but it seems like the past few weeks they've uh, been declining, and so. Again, interesting to see what have they've now yielded the uh, number one seed in the FC to the Ravens, and um, I don't think Tom Brady can go on the road to Baltimore and win a playoff game. I think he's going to need to be in Gillette Stadium. <laughs> I always I, I gave Anthony the big eyes, like, oh, careful, dude. I care about you, right? So at any time, I mean, people said Tom Brady was done five years ago. I know, and then his magic. But what's going to happen is if they him. do pull it out, it's going to be because you know something fluky is going to happen. Yeah, they're going to their their defense is going to create three turnovers or something like that. Yeah. Um, hey, I wish the best for for Tom Terrific, right? Yeah. So something needs to start breaking his way. Yeah, something needs to go his way finally. You know what? Really, I I want Lamar Jackson to to win. A lot. I want him to make it to the Super Bowl. Then I want the 49ers to crush him. <laughs> I think that'd be great. That would, I would love a Ravens. I, I think game. that would be a great rematch. Uh, is the Super Bowl in a dome this year? I don't even know. Can you imagine? I, I stop. Yeah. I, my team doesn't usually get there, so I stop paying attention <laughs> to where the Super Bowls are. But this year they have a legitimate chance, and I'm excited. It's hard when you have expectations for a team, right? Like for years, oh, football would happen. I just yeah. be like whatever. But I can't imagine what it's like for you for your team to get to this uh, World Series several years in a row and then not win it. It's got to be heart cru- like it's got to be soul crushing. It's bad. Um, yeah, there's sometimes I long for irrelevancy, irrelevancy. Um, like it was really fun following the Lakers the last few seasons when there was no expectation of winning, and you just got to see these young players play. Sometimes they'd win, mostly they'd lose. Um, and then, you know, you get LeBron James, and then you get Anthony Davis. And it's like, wow, we should compete for a title. We should compete for a yeah. title. And anything less than a title is going to feel like a disappointment. Right. And that, that's what I'm starting to experience as a 49ers fan right now, is that anything short of a deep playoff run feels like a failure yeah and the, and the reason i think it hurts so bad is because you never know when the window will close and so it's yeah. almost better to just never be in the window <laughs> but anthony is it better to have loved and lost than to have never have loved at all uh yeah but it's just better to have loved and and what? get the girl <laughs> <laughs> it's better to love and then yeah like yeah. Uh, 2009, 2010 were great years when the Lakers won, and uh, 2000, 2001, uh, 2002 were great years. Yeah, when you've, the Lakers won. you've had your cake and ate it too. I know. Right? I've been spoiled at least from a basketball perspective. I mean, the the baseball side, you know, drought since '88. I barely, ha- you know, I have memories of them winning and memories of like people being excited, but. Uh, you know, it, it, very different for so you, a four-year-old. Your Dodgers fandom is very much like my 49ers fandom in that way. Because I was very young when Steve Young and Jerry Rice won their Super Bowl, right? And beat the San Diego Chargers. Yeah. 
Super cool uniforms, man. Those navy blues. Love those uniforms, man. Um, Don't know why John Gruden decided to... I love those uniforms, man. All right, so the the, uh, penultimate college football ranking came out. And uh, we are getting close to selection time. I love how angry Saban gets when he loses. <laughs> I mean, he loses and he loses his mind. It's, I don't want to say it's funny, but it's just interesting to see this grown man millionaire have a meltdown. Yeah. So, uh, you're realistic. Yeah, so they went, Alabama went from 5 to 12. So, Alabama had an outside shot if, uh, if maybe LSU beats Georgia. Georgia drops down to two losses. You know, Alabama. The committee would have found a way. If, yeah. if Alabama played themselves into a position, the committee would have found a way to justify putting them in but, because Alabama brings eyes. Yeah, but they're, they're firmly outside the top four at this point. Your current top four are Ohio State number one. They're 12-0. and 0. LSU number two. They're 12-0. and 0. Georgia number four. Sorry, Clemson number three. They're 12-0. and 0. And Georgia number four. They're 11-1. and 1. Now, Ohio State, I think they're going to play Wisconsin. Uh, chances are they win the, the, the big... 10 championship and they're in even if they lost they may be in lsu is going to play georgia this is interesting because lsu is two georgia's four if lsu loses i still think they're in especially if it's a close game yeah if they lose because their game. only loss would be to georgia who would then be a 12 and 1 team in the playoff right right so i think there's a good chance lsu is in regardless of the outcome georgia falls out if they lose you can't put an 11 and 2 team in unless all of the other one loss uh, teams lose, but that's not going to happen because in the Big 12 championship, you have 11, number six Oklahoma against number seven Baylor. Ooh. Both are 11 and 1. Ooh. You also have an 11 and 1 Utah playing a 10 and 2 Oregon for the Pac, what are they called now? Pac 10, Pac 12 uh, championship. So. Lots of different variables here, but if Georgia falls out, right? So if the top three stay, the undefeated stay, that fourth spot, if Utah wins, I think it goes to Utah. If Utah loses and Oklahoma wins, probably goes to Oklahoma. If Utah and Oklahoma lose and Baylor wins, probably Baylor. But that's I think those are your I think those are your set the top seven, I think, are the only Likelies. Like if you go down to eight, you're at. Let me just. Uh, where where are my rankings? Uh, there we go. So if you you look at the current rankings, eight is Wisconsin, right? So they, but they're a ten. They, now you get into the multiple loss teams, and I just don't think you're going to elevate a multiple loss team uh, over any because, like I said, either Baylor, or Oklahoma is going to end with one loss. Right. So I think your top seven. And this is the classic, I mean, this is the year of any year to say we need an 18 playoff, right? Because you're going to have a representative from the, you're going to have to leave out someone from one of the power conferences that has a very good record and a legitimate, like there's no, there's no nail, nail, nail tight, no, watertight. Nice. (laughs) There's no watertight argument for who will be in the top four. This argument is nail tight. There's no top. There's there's no watertight argument for who should be in the top four, yeah. right? Because you're going to have to put someone in there with at least one loss, okay? And there's going to be most likely multiple one-loss teams that have won their conference, either the Pac-12 or Big 12. The right? plot thickens. Now there's a chance it it becomes very easy 
for the committee if Georgia loses and they drop down with two losses. If Utah loses, they drop down with two losses. Then you then then your pick is whoever won between Oklahoma and Baylor, right? You take your your eleven and your your twelve and one team from the Big Twelve, and you put them in. That's the easy scenario. The bad the rough scenario is if both Utah lose Utah wins, and I and, and it's really just if Utah wins because then you're stuck with two 12 and one teams, one from the Pac-12, one from the Big Twelve, and what do you do? Then you have to start looking at things like strength of schedule. You have to do eye test stuff. Then yeah. that's why we have the committee. Then at that point, right? That's why you have the committee. But how arbitrary and dumb! Like expand this to eight teams. All five power conferences get their champion in, and then you have three at large, right? And that way, independent teams can can have a chance and. Yeah, it opens up like basically a wild card for some of these conferences, like the SEC, who always have two or three really great teams, right? Yeah. If the SEC can ever have a team that's decent, like the Tigers, they can get someone in there, right? So absolutely, like this Baylor Oklahoma situation, right? They both deserve to be in the playoff, probably, but only one of them's going to make it, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Even if they both, w- or they both win, they can't both win. No matter what, whoever wins, right? They by the current rankings, if Utah beats a ten and two Oregon team, right? That's about as impressive as a win as either Oklahoma or Baylor beating each other, right? right? It's it's still beating. I mean, their Oregon's ranked 13, so it's a lower ranking. But so here's what you do if you're the NCAA, which you know they're really great at you know burying bad things and <laughs> charging people, charging students who can't get paid uh, fines and stuff like that. What they should do is wait till it gets to a fever pitch, where it's just we absolutely have to have an 18, 18, 18, and then do it the next year. Right? Yeah. Because when people are clamoring for it, then you look like, oh, they gave us what we wanted. This is so great. It's going to be so wonderful. And all the teams are going to be super excited. What you, you right. need are the you need undefeated teams from each of the Power Five conferences. If you had an undefeated team from the Big Ten, the Big 12, the Pac 12, the SEC, and the ACC, and you had to tell one of those undefeated teams that they weren't in the playoff, I don't know how you do that. Yeah, it'd be rough. Like, they might throw together an emergency play-in game or something like that between two of the teams, right? The five and six guys. And know. that would be cool, too. Let's have a play-in game for the four spot. Why not, right? And you could do it, you know, two weeks after the... Well, that's Christmas. But, you, I mean, you could do it, you know, so it wasn't... Uh, they weren't playing the next week, right? Yeah. I mean, there's plenty, back-to-back time. Weeks. there's plenty of time between the conference championships and the bowl games and the, and no, and the playoff And anyway. no one's going to argue with more football if you extend right. the season by a week or two. And the universities are especially going to love that because they're going to get a lot more money. Yeah. And we know these universities are for-profit businesses. Yeah. Uh, so... I have, I mean, I think it's my idea. I think I was the first one to come up with it. Expand it to eight teams. Is that, that's, that's a Fernie Nutmeg original? That's, that's mine. I claim that. All right. So I if they you. go with that, they owe me money. I want to test something. Yeah. I feel like we're winding down. Okay. I want to say something outrageous. Okay. And I don't think anyone's listening at this point. Okay. So I think I want to say something crazy and just ask people to email us or text us. Yeah. Or call us and tell the, tell us the outrageous thing that we said. Okay. Right, so I think it'd be interesting to see who pays attention and who could contact us and actually say, "I listened to the end, and this is what you guys said." Right. It's almost like a contest without a prize. Yes. Okay. So what? What's the outrageous thing you're gonna say? I don't know. How about? Uh, does it have to be sports related? I don't care. You don't. This care? is your game. Oh, I did invent the game, so I can make the rules. Cool. 
Okay, cool, 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 That's your outrageous thing. I, I panicked. I don't know. That's your outrageous. Well, you do better. See, I thought you were gonna just do something nonsensical, like broccoli suspenders. Oh, thank you. That's all we needed. Let me. I'll, Speaking I'll, of David, I have a huh? confession. What? Uh, I'm a suspender guy now. Okay. I just I wear suspenders now. All right. Well, I don't wear. I used to be a belt guy. Right, I know. No, I'm a suspender guy. That okay. I I mean it's a weird time to to tell me. Like I'm a little taken aback. I was walking through the store with suspenders the other day and my front right suspender came undone and hit me square in the face. <laughs> One lady saw it, <laughs> looked at me, and started laughing. <laughs> she had to put her hand over her mouth, David. <laughs> And she started tag. She started putting on Facebook. Josh Gad was in the store and just got she, hit in the face by a suspension. She took out her phone and asked if I could do it again. <laughs> Nevertheless, the freedom I feel with suspenders, David, I can't go back. See, I suffer from BGNB, huh? A big gut, no butt, <laughs> and so. <laughs> I have lots of downward force on my belt without without the, the, the counteracting upward force from my rear. And so I live in a perpetual state of hiking up my pants. No, even minimal movements, right, causes them to slide down. And so the only... The only solution was suspenders. And... Let me tell you, they're not they're not your Steve Urkel suspenders, right? What do you These, mean by that? I mean, like, people don't look at me like a geek. They think I'm cool. In fact, I've never been complimented on my belt. I receive no less than one and a half compliments per week on my suspenders. Ooh, that, you averaged it out to one and a half? <laughs> yes. There was one week where I had three. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I saw the suspenders look for the first time today, and I'm gonna say I was taken aback. Yeah, but it works, man. Thank you. Do you ever do you ever grab them like pull on? Oh them? yes. Like like uh, like uh, Michael from The Good Place. Yeah. Do you ever like arch your back a little bit, do that, and uh-huh. like make some point in a meeting? Like, well, gentlemen, mm. I think we need to snap. Yeah, I that that's something I will have to try. Haven't done that yet, but I do like to snap them. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Um, it's, and it's just like another accessory that you can have fun with. I don't have fun suspenders right now, but I plan in the future to add some flair. Like Christmas suspenders? Maybe. New Year's suspenders? The world is my oyster, David. Right. You know what you should do? You should get some sports-related stuff. You get some sports-related hey, suspenders. Christmas is coming up. You can surprise me. Oh, with some ideas for suspenders for you to <laughs> buy to yourself? That's a great idea. Happy birthday. Here's a list of things you can buy yourself. How about that? Yeah. 
All right. Well, if you heard the suspender story or David's arm falling asleep story, I panicked. Let us know. I'm an idea. Let guy. us know if you're still because if you stay this long, you got a gem of a story. You really did. I, I'm picturing this in my head, and it's it's fantastic. I I firmly believe that in the afterlife we'll be able to look back on our lives. Okay. And I make mental notes. Of things I want to see that I hear about, right? Okay. Like, I want to see myself when I wrecked my bike that one time. Or I want to see myself perform that amazing play in football or whatever. Mm-hmm. I want to see that moment when you hit yourself in the face with your suspender. Mm. Okay. Is it one suspender and then two suspenders? Is it a pants situation? Uh, what do you, wait, what? Because they're all one device, right? They're all connected together. Yeah, yeah, Right? Yeah, it's like an X in the back. Right, and it goes down to one strap, right? No, 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 I have two straps in the back. Okay, but but, but yeah, there are some that are like a Y. Mine's an X. Right, but it's all connected, right? Yes. It's all one thing, right? Like a pair of pants. So is one yes. of the thing a suspender, and together they are suspenders? Uh, like a pant versus a pant leg, or like one pant versus pants? Are you asking me why they're called suspenders? No, no, no. They suspend your pants. I get that. Are you asking me why it's plural? No, no. Uh, I'm asking to correlate it between suspenders and pants. Is it like pants? Why are we still suspender? recording the podcast? I don't know. You do know you're in charge of the stop <laughs> button, right? Okay. Like you could have put me out of my misery minutes ago. Bye. But you Bye. did. We did get the suspender Bye. story, which I'm super excited about, and I'm reliving in my mind over and over again. And while my arm is falling asleep tonight, and while I'm trying to fall asleep, but my arm's falling asleep, guess what I'm going to be thinking of? Suspenders. Hitting your Hitting face. face. Oh, everyone listening, uh, so this will be the last podcast for maybe a little bit. Again, I'm, I'm out of town next week, and the week after that's your last week here, so maybe we get a show and then, maybe not, we'll see. Uh, but then you're gone for a little while. I'll so. be in Nevada, so where enjoy, things make sense. Enjoy us while you can. Re-listen to episodes, or, you know, give us a call. Especially David, he's, you know. He needs people to talk to. I do not. I have plenty to do and plenty of people to talk to. Don't call me just to talk unless you have something you actually want to talk to me about. Tell them how your day went. I mean, most of my listeners, I would really appreciate that. Like, a call just to say what's up. But there are some of you that I'd rather just not call. (laughs) Yeah, I'll let you figure that out on your own. If you call and I don't answer, it might be you. But don't try that. Just leave me alone. Don't call me just to see if I'll answer. If you have something to talk about, call. But, I'm sorry, I'm done.